For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The United States of America is the most successful nation the world has ever known. I think that's largely because we're the freest nation. Humans cannot reach their potential, cannot realize their dreams unless they're free. If prosperity were easy, everybody around the world would be prosperous. If freedom were easy, everybody around the world would be free. If security were easy, everybody around the world would be secure. They are not. None of this is going to be easy. But this is the United States of America. It takes an extraordinary effort. It takes extraordinary commitment. It takes extraordinary strength. The Valley Forge wasn't easy. Going to the moon wasn't easy. Settling the West wasn't easy. We are the American people. We have seen difficulties before and we always overcome them. This is about rolling up our sleeves. We might have some differences, but at Americans putting our head down and getting it done. Just want to play today. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, our Friday or Thursday, Red Voice Media Network. Make sure that you check out our home network there. You can find them out at redvoicemedia.com. Uh, we broadcast Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 12 to 1.30. Uh, you can also check out their uh, Rumble channel, too. Check out their Rumble channel. Subscribe over there. Click on the notify so that you see when uh see when actually they they do shows all day long um and i mean honestly you can watch them on um amazon fire stick now roku apple tv is coming up real soon and um they also have um some more places where you can check them out so check out their website uh rumble um redboxmedia.com let me introduce the godfather conservative radio mr hush bailey jr hello wayne and jason hello everybody that's a a scary thought putting us up on a 60 inch screen in HD. That, that might, that might scare some people, at least some kids keep <laughs> yeah. the kids out of the room. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting ready to get another webcam because this is not, 
I mean, I'm looking at y'all's picture, and y'all are clear as a bell, and mine is like, <laughs> you know, okay. I mean, um, Jason Robinson from Muslim Soda. What's up, Jay? Hey, 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 top of the morning, Hutch, Wayne. Good to see you guys. See, Wayne, you just got that hat on. You need to get the bald guy shine going from the light. It brightens <laughs> up the camera. Now, I got a big rug under here right now. <laughs> that has a big cut <laughs> in a little bit. I, Wayne's got um, an afro going. Yeah, and you know what? As as long as long as I've been, my mom never let me grow an afro. Never. It's always been short. Well, I it's thought you were going for the pick. Oh no, Wayne's <laughs> gonna have a pick. Or, 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 or allow me to go back to the seventies, the rake. Oh nope. yeah. Nope. Never had that either. Never had that hard moose, or um, uh, that I used to see in basic training for those white dudes that. Put that gel on there, and, and then about five minutes later, it's like it's like um, it's like a stick forks. <laughs> All right, folks, let us know in the chat. Should Wayne go afro? Should we have, or should we roll with the hot comb? Oh yeah. Or should we uh, grab a lot of donations and <laughs> send both of my co-hosts for hair for men so they can. <laughs> There's plenty of real estate. <laughs> no, but um, ladies and gentlemen, we're we're live. Uh, we're, we're happy to happy to be talking to you today. Um, glad we're not in a jail cell somewhere. But um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, tonight, I guess this afternoon, later this afternoon, um, Donald Trump is supposed to be in D.C. to be arraigned. I guess uh, a lot of stuff. A lot of other stuff is going. It's the it's the it's the month it's the month of uh, no news, but uh, to try to make news out of any news. Something I found out yesterday that I just I mean I I well actually was it yesterday? No no no. I found out about a couple of days ago, and I decided I want to bring it up today to our guest Roy when he comes on. But did you? They they are I mean the CCP Confucius classrooms. Did y'all see that? Yeah. yeah. Seventeen million dollars. You should see it Infiltr in colleges. Infiltrated into the um the uh um the elementary schools all the way up to high schools. Seventeen million dollars Confucius classroom. Uh I I mean seriously, I'm like, I, I can't I can't. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad my children aren't in those elementary schools right now. But can you imagine teaching them that? I mean, they're taking out the American flag, they're taking out prayer, they're taking out um, patriotism, but they're put, but they're putting in the CCP. You've seen the recent polls; it's so effective. You've seen recent polls of young Americans that are all about knocking out freedom of speech, all about socialism. That's the whole goal, and right. it goes all the way. The older they get, the worse it gets. It goes all the way to universities with the Confucius Institute that's been here mm -hmm. before uh, the grade school thing. And you look at the communists coming out of those colleges. I mean, they're yeah. straight up criminals. Uh, yeah. You know, they, they catch people for, for spying and, and things like that working right out of Harvard. And, and we just allow it to continue. And it's a, it's a time bomb. Is if you look at the results while U S public schools are teaching like gender ideology and crazy stuff, they're teaching actual like, skills to make them a successful communist 
So I saw a thing of a Russian student, a Russian female student, high school student with a blindfold on breaking down and reassembling an I an AK. Right. Mm. Mm. Our kids aren't even allowed to touch an AK. Half these parents are freaking punks when it comes to that. You know, I was talking to, um, I was talking to somebody, uh, the other day, I was like, you know, when adults used to walk the streets, they had on, um, they were well dressed <laughs> to walk the streets. They were well dressed. They, you know, they had on their dresses and had on yep. their um, um, hats, uh, uh, jackets. Uh, even and, in and the even ghetto. If, even in the even, ghetto. Even if it was hot outside, they just take their um, um, coats off and just hang them on their hang them on the thing and talk to you, you know? I mean, it's like, it's like when they went outside, it was an event type of thing. Now, I mean, people walking up and down the streets, no shirt on, no uh, shoes on. I mean, yeah. all I'm a little street, older than you guys, so I've seen this too from my own eyes. When I was yeah. growing, when I was little, when I was under 10, you weren't allowed to go downtown unless you were dressed up. Yep. Right. I mean, you didn't yeah. necessarily have to have a jacket on, but you had to be, you had to have dress shoes, pants, a button down shirt uh, or a sweater or something like that. I mean, we went down Christmas shopping was like a formal affair. Even when I was that young, even when my parents or whoever took us to a baseball game, you had mm-hmm. to be right. You, you didn't have to be, like I said, in a suit, but the stuff these people wear today, especially men, Man, yeah. oh man, you guys got to get your act together. Yeah, you take your woman out, take your woman out for dinner in a restaurant. You got a freaking baseball cap and, and shorts and a, and a t-shirt with some goofy stuff written on it, and your white yeah. your your girlfriend's dressed to the nines. You know, it's, it's yeah. disgusting. Then you look at the end of the day and watch who pays the bill, and it's not the guy. I know. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that sad that like chivalry's dead? Like it used to be the man's job. You had to work hard and prove yourself. And mm-hmm. now it's like bizarro world where yeah, it's crazy. God, we sound like grumpy old men today. That's <laughs> a fact though. It I is. Mean, it's true. You know what? I um I came up I came up with a graphic for one of my stories. Um and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna play. Well, I'm not gonna play this. I'm gonna. Let's see. Where's it at? Uh. Oh yeah, I know where it is. It's right here. Oh, here it is. The re. The reason why I came up with this is because when we were talking about it yesterday and what what um, the DOJ is trying to do to Donald Trump and whatnot, and basically the establishment is trying to hurt us by going through him. I. I came up with this graphic on Mid Journey. I I just put in there. Um, I can't remember what code name or the words I was using, but the more I looked at it, I was like, when he came down, the person I was talking to the other day, when he came down the escalator, he came down to help America back to prominence. That's what he was coming down the escalator for. He he wanted to fix the nation. That was his mission. That was his go. That was his charge. Charge is the word that we used to use in the in the old days. Uh, he's the face of the solid majority. 
pure, simple. He's just he's the face of the solid majority. And the, his 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 threat or perceived threat uh is that he is there to take the power of those that are uh, the powers that be, which is true. He he wants to return. If you listen to his inauguration speech, he wanted to get the power back to the people, really. Take true. You know, but for again, what they're doing to him uh in trying to assassinate his, him, his his character, his his business, his life, his name, uh they don't understand that it's having the opposite effect. I don't know why, you know, these are supposed to be the smartest people in the world. Uh I was watching, well, not watching, but I saw this clip, Dana Bash, and uh she was like, I don't understand how the numbers keep going up. <laughs> because you keep because you keep piling it on. It's this, almost like it's almost like I, I remember during the election, I remember reading somebody's tweet. <laughs> because the numbers for Joe Biden's votes kept going up and up and up. And somebody said, okay, we're getting the message abort, abort, abort. <laughs> and and so so with this one, uh the timeline for all of Trump's um, court cases and all that stuff and everything. Uh, I saw that on Fox News. I had to shake my head, man. I was like, oh, man. But if you're the American people, you're like, man, why don't they just leave this man alone? That's what a whole lot of people think. Why don't they just leave this man alone? And America loves the underdog. They've always loved the underdog. I mean, somebody has been oppressed, put down, shoved, shoved away. Uh, like, I mean, even though he's a billionaire, and that's another thing. They're trying to bleed, bleed this man dry, money wise. I didn't even think about that until yesterday. I was like, God darn! You got to raise money for campaign. He's the Hutchinson said it. He spent sixty million dollars on his defense out of his campaign. Why? Why does somebody have to spend sixty million dollars to defend that's themselves crazy. against a government? That's crazy. Sixty million dollars, and there's no body. Especially when all these charges, you know, the New York one, and even the one he's getting charged with today, like these are really, really weak charges. These, you know, you might have something with the documents, but like this one and and New York, that's ridiculous. The thing about all this is, and this is one of the problems that we have as a country. We tend to, we have such a good life, you know, respected to the rest of the world, that we tend to think that America is the world. Right. That life began with America and America is it and there's nothing else. And people don't understand that all this communist specter that's going on in this country right now has happened in every communist country that there ever was. Right. This is something that this is historic and they're doing exactly what they always do. The elites that this is why I, I read a good article on this this morning. You hear the demonization of the word populism. You hear that mm -hmm. all the time. And all that is, is uh, the people are tired of the elites forcing stuff on them, taking their liberties, trying to disarm them. I mean, this is the whole World Economic Forum and the Great Reset 
and the United Nations and the WHO and the medical tyranny that's going on and the digital banks. This is all set to make us slaves. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, the pressure inside the pot is rising because ordinary people like like Jason calls normies uh, are starting to get it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, the problem with this for them is, is that this is the part that I can never get. These freaking elites think they're more than human. They think that they can protect themselves against all the stuff they're creating, and they can't. Every time in history, it comes back to bite them, and it bites them hard, and it gets rid of them. And I'm telling you, we're heading toward that. Yeah. Well, and Wayne said it earlier. They don't understand. You know, they right. see us. You know, there we you don't are. Think that they do right. You right. think they're godlike. They think they're they, godlike. They think they're godlike. And it's the it's the elite versus the plebs. We're all the plebs. Some mm-hmm. plebs vote for Republicans, some vote for Democrats, but we're all plebs. We're all cogs in the machine. And these people are stunned that it started on the right with President Trump, that mm-hmm. we woke up and instead of let him eat cake, we're like, no, we're sick of it. Like, we're sick of you guys. Mm-hmm. And they, they just can't wrap their head around, you know, hey, here's your new here's your new elite leader from Ron DeSantis. We're spending 70 million dollars on him. And he's great. He'll be the next. But, and we're like, no, 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 we don't want that one. We've had that for, and that's how we got here. That's how we got $32.5 yep. trillion yeah. dollars in debt. We're done. And you, and, you know, I read something that takes it way back. This is what you were talking about yesterday, Wayne. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, it's it's amazing the way information comes at opportune times. Like right after you said that, I wasn't real on board with the George H.W. Bush thing. I never really paid attention to it that much. And you said it, and I was like, okay, if you say so. And then, boom, <laughs> I get this big article in front of me this morning. You know, listen to this. This is, it's entitled, Mike Pence Attacks President Trump Following D.C. Special Counsel Indictment. Hmm. Governor Ronald Reagan was steered by the powers that be to accept George H.W. Bush as his vice president. Listen to this. In 1981, President Reagan selected Eric Holder to be a superior court judge in D.C., Yes, that Eric Holder. The recommendation came from his vice president, George H.W. Bush, CIA director, 1976 to 77. Candidate Donald Trump was steered by the powers that be to accept Mike Pence as his vice president. Pence recommended fellow Senator Hoosier Dan Coats to be director of national intelligence. Coates blocked all declassification efforts. A fellow by the name of Porter Goss lived on Sanibel Island, Florida, and was CIA director from 2004 to 2006. For the past 30 years, where has Mike Pence gone on winter vacation? The same island. I mean, and it goes on and on and on. These people have been doing this uh, the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, that, the Mike Pence thing, Jay, the Mike Pence thing, I, I, I just didn't like it. I, I thought it, I thought he was too weak. I thought, I thought, I didn't think it was a plant plant, but yeah, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Because, because of the way, and I even have a picture of that one too. Um, you go look uh, at well, what this guy, he, he took the 750 pieces of silver. You go oh, yeah. look at the mansion him and his wife are building in Indiana. That guy got well, paid. Does have walls? And yeah. here's the thing that we all got to realize, and thank God things have laid out how, how they have. Back then when he when Trump picked Pence, it was like 
an agreement, I'm sure, with the establishment. And we didn't understand the depth of the corruption of the establishment. We, right. We went a long way. To, okay. Okay. As long as Trump's yeah, that'll appease the, the establishment. Yeah, right. we love all this America. I mean, you can okay, ten million immigrants. That's okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. But and that's, we went along with it. But that's why Trump the Revenge Tour 2024. Oh no. Keep your Mike Pence. Keep your Chris Ray. How did we get Chris Ray? Well, because he was from the establishment. And I mean, look at a bunch of his nominees. When he goes outside the box with Flynn, the establishment rolls on the guy, and he got rid of Flynn because of hey, Pence. Listen, so to I'm sure that- listen to the rest of this, Jason. Despite the efforts of the FBI, DOJ, and intelligence community to target the outcome in 2016, candidate Donald Trump stunningly won the election. To control The control mechanisms were not yet in place. D.C. was in a state of shock. Mike Pence was in charge of transition assignments. Yep. He takes down national, in 2017, takes down National Security Director Michael Flynn. President Trump is under constant fire from DOJ, FBI, IC, Robert Mueller, da-da-da-da-da. And they put Eric, California hires Eric Holder to construct legal guidance for motor voter process, the beta test for ballot harvesting operations. Right. I it, my thing about Pence was when whenever Pence went over to the house, uh Ryan McCarthy and um little little boy blue here, they always uh uh um, put Pence ahead of Trump. Even though Trump was the president, they they welcomed Pence into their little club. Every time it's like it's like okay, I see what y'all I saw what they were doing. I didn't like it. I didn't like it, but you know, hey, you know, you always go back. President Trump is the president, so Mike Pence, is, you know, but you always go back and say, well, you know, he's the he's that little establishment thing that they put in there. And Remember him, when all those Republicans retired, right? Yeah, from the House before the midterm, before the midterm, while thirty six Republican members of the House announced their departure, oh, including Ron DeSantis. Uh, the largest field of former intelligence community officials from the CIA and DOD are recruited by Democrats. The 2018 midterm election results in Democrats retaking the House, California ballot harvesting seeded by motor voter rolls results in massive Republican losses in the days and weeks after Election Day. This has been set up since 2015, man. Well, yeah, they just never thought Trump would win. And, you know, this is the difficult part Trump finds himself in is to get elected and legislate the the Republican establishment Ooh. is so big you've got to you've got to find a way to coexist with them you know what i mean yeah man I mean, he, man he he going to be the king of executive orders if he get in there <laughs> oh when he wins it's the revenge tour it is <laughs> the final the final my final installment 2019 with democrats controlling the house the Mueller investigation wrapping up and with George W. Bush recommending Bill Barr as AG, the impeachment process begins using newly constructed CIA rules by IG Michael Atkinson, Eric Caramella, and Alexander Vindman. Screw yeah, the Republican Party, man. I remember when they brought Bill Barr on there. It's like I did too. Everybody he, thought he was going to be the catch me out. There you go. It, I mean, that that's all you saw. Oh man, he he's the but remember, He's they did that out. when we were on the radio. They they did that with Mueller too, right? Yeah, 
Short it. Short it. Short it. I mean, we had people like quit listening to the show because we were talking about Mueller. Yeah. yeah. Well, and how how difficult is it for President Trump to find people that aren't just part of that the swamp, you know, oh, the creature? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't yeah. imagine. Like, who are you gonna put in charge of the FBI? Like, you you gotta dig so Bernie deep. Carrot or something, or do, he, he gotta go with he'll find people. Oh, he will. And he's, he's had he, learned that, he learned that lesson. He ain't listening to no more insiders. I can't wait right to here. see his cabinet. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It, but it's you know, gonna be fire. Here's the thing about uh here's the thing about what happened in 2016, 2017, when he was putting his cabinet together. The establishment was scaring people from joining the Trump administration. He, I mean, honestly, with everything, ladies and gentlemen, please, please listen to what I'm getting ready to say. Take it for exactly what I'm saying. He basically worked with a skeleton crew for about two years. I don't think he Donald ever got Trump all, basically man. worked with a skeleton crew, the right. almost a minimum because he couldn't fill spots in because. Everybody was like, no, you don't want to work for him. You don't want to work for him. He, no, no. And and the people that did get to work it, right? yeah, oh, I love him. I love him. He's getting ready to do this. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, no. He's going to do it on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. So many leaks was coming out of that thing. He had to leave in August. I don't know if y'all remember this one, but he had to leave in August to go to New Jersey yeah. because he had to get all... <laughs> Because he had a pest control problem in the <laughs> and they made fun out of him. I mean, the, the whole thing, this is all the dying regime, man. This is the dying regime. Well, and look at if you're gonna go work for the Trump campaign, he picks up the phone, he calls one of the three of us, and he says, Hey, do you want to come work with my campaign or my thing? Here's what you're accepting. You're accepting, I'm gonna get audited. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have the FBI sniffing through everything I do. I'm gonna have the CIA sniffing through everything I do, and the parking ticket I didn't pay in 1994 there in Iowa, they're gonna charge me with multiple counts of a felony for. Like that's what when you sign up, that's what you're signing up for. So no, I'm going. I'm going for five to ten years for taking that damn tag off that mattress. Right. Yeah. yeah, you know that's illegal, Hutch. It says it right on the mattress. Nobody back is in ninety-seven. Back in nineteen eighty-seven, you did. You failed to rewind that tape before you brought it back. Right. Uh, but you know that's Mr. what's going to happen, Mister Dupree. We have you on videotape nineteen eighty-three. You were a store clerk working at Meatland. You took a seafood salad from the bakery to the break room without a receipt we have you on video what do you have to say about that no one is about the law statute of limitations that's about 127 years what (laughs) (laughs) nope hey i'm going back to podcasting i'm going back to secretary of the show (laughs) (laughs) i mean seriously though like think of poor general flynn the guy's like i get to go clean this stuff up and he, and he his charges, which has been dropped and reversed, and he's suing the government now, were you were talking to somebody before you officially started your job. Like, those were the charges against Michael Flynn. And the guy racked up, like, $250,000 in legal bills for that. That's yeah. how afraid they were of Michael Flynn. And that judge, man, you talk about a criminal. Right. That judge, boy, he was just, he was on his own, wasn't he? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine no, being I mean, in front of a judge in DC? No. No. I mean, they vote like they had that Michael Franaloni back in that place again. <laughs> oh yeah, they had that Michael Franaloni on TV, and he was talking. I think it was last night or this morning. I saw some clips. <laughs> <laughs> no and, face, no case, man. I ain't going. <laughs> right. But when they had him on, he's talking about Trump like he's Al Qaeda. <laughs> Uh, that, we probably already that, got video of me in the smoking area at the Gaylord. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like um and, and I know and I know some right listeners like I thought I thought y'all support we do. We support Trump. Just don't want to work for him right now. That, 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 that's just too much heat. That, that that's too much heat. We help him on this side. Help me on this side. I, I ain't got to go to DC. Right. I I I, I don't I'll work have to go from, there. I work from home. Yeah, I, I, I swear. <laughs> I, I swear. I work from home. I work from home. That you know, no problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, trust that. I, don't I don't either. I, I, I look. Uh, <laughs> especially, especially with all that milk of magnesia. Uh, those uh, <laughs> oh, old <laughs> people are elderly, <laughs> and they're still alive. Right? Normal people don't live that long. Oh, I'd oh. like to be in the fray there. That'd be fun to see. Let us know how it goes. You, you know yeah. they're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, you go in there now, you think they're filming another version of Cocoon, the way that that thing is up there, man. I mean, all those all those elderly people. Oh, man. Like Pelosi still walking the halls. Man, that, uh, <laughs> Diane Feinstein don't even know where she was. She don't even know where she is. She's um, a corpse. Um, she was like, Diane, um, um, just say, just say, I, huh? <laughs> I, 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 I want, I'm here to vote uh, in the yay because, um, how many that paper? I, I, this is, just say yes, huh? Just say yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I have this, to, oh, yes. <laughs> when I looked at that, I was like, "Oh man, the old girl's gone." And you know what? She's one of the ones that said, "I, um, I, I just want to go up there and serve for a couple years, yeah. and then that's it." She's one of the ones that said that. And now, and the money how was it when you were gone? Were you when you were missing from the Senate? How were you doing? I was never missing. I, I didn't go nowhere. Yeah, I was never in the Senate. I remember. I missed I eight weeks for shingles. What? <laughs> I remember watching this boxer one time. Uh, he got hit bad. He got hit when the bell rang, but he got knocked out. They brought him back. Fight was over. They brought him back. He said, like, how'd you feel when you got knocked out? I didn't get knocked out. <laughs> no, no, you got knocked out. I didn't get knocked out. I didn't, I didn't even get knocked out. Oh man, this man, he he really went out. <laughs> That's when you got like you got like <laughs> CSI. Who are you? Oh Lord. Okay, so when we come back, we're gonna have more here on the Wayne Dupree uh, uh podcast along with uh, Jason Robinson, Hutch Baylor Jr., and Roy Guo from the new federal state of China. Our brother's gonna have some some information for us. Don't go nowhere. We'll be, we'll be right when I met my husband, Chuck, he was famous for doing things like this. 
Now he's in his 80s, and he's still doing this for fun. And since we live on a ranch, he's up at sunrise doing things like this. Isn't that right, honey? That's right. He's stronger, can work out longer, keeps up on his ranch chores, and has plenty of energy left over for his grandkids. I've made just one change. I still feel like I'm in my 50s. I've started doing this too, and I've never felt better. I feel 10 years younger, and my body looks leaner, and I have energy all day. Chuck made a video that explains everything. Watch it. It'll change the way you think about your health. Watch this video. Watch the video. Attention Americans. Breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Thanks America! Hey, welcome back. <laughs> that music is just catchy. It, it, it's just catchy. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank you for tuning in to the Wayne Dupree podcast, along with Hutch Bailey Jr. and Jason Robinson here on the Rare Voice Media Network. Broadcast here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 12 to 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. One thing that we have been blessed with, one thing that we hold very dear to our heart in the last couple of months is that we're able to talk to our friends over there, um, our friends in the new federal state of China. Uh, as a matter of fact, Roy joined me um uh, in uh, Baltimore, well, he, he wasn't in Baltimore, but he joined me uh, uh, and uh, introduced the new federal state of China to the Baltimore metropolitan area last Sunday, and I want to thank him for that too. Um, uh, um, some people were looking uh, for that broadcast, so uh, we're going to have Roy back on a little bit later at the end of the month for that too. Roy, welcome back to the well, welcome back to the show, my man. Well, thank you. Thank you for the opportunities. It's a, such a pleasure to be here again with you gentlemen. Well, I mean, honestly, it's kind of easy to give somebody the opportunity when they 
uh, whistleblowing and telling stuff. <laughs> I mean, when y'all give names and stuff and y'all break stuff down, like like a, what I what I've heard over the past couple um, days with this um, seventeen million dollars that the CCP has pushed into American public schools, which we knew about the uh, the the college thing. What was that name? Confucius uh, Institute. Confucius. Confucius Institute. Now all of a sudden, they have these these uh, um, um, uh, Confucius schools or uh, teaching. I guess they're teaching um, young younger kids about uh, the CCP and I guess how good it is and stuff like that. What do y'all say about that? Well, look, uh, that's uh, this Confucius school thing. Also, along with other programs, for example, we heard of the uh, 100 talent or 1,000 talent programs. Uh, those are all part of the plan of we call we call it like BGY, like 3F. Those are all the unrestricted warfare in terms of education and culture, right? So for, for Confucius plan, I, actually, this is since 20 years ago. Universities in China started to set up the uh, international cooperation like offices that leads these kind of programs. And, the, and mm. Confucius Institute and Confucius program were uh, led by, uh, for example, the um, uh, Beijing Edu Education uh, Commission, like Ministry of uh, also Public Security, and also like definitely some of the top universities like uh, Peking University and Tsinghua Universities. Those are the top two universities in China. Th those are all like, uh, leading and participating with uh, this infiltration plan and package, right? And its purpose is to influence, to to um, infiltrate, to brainwash, and also most importantly is to also collect intelligence. So it is kind of like a platform that integrate and coordinate all the resources. And mm. this this is kind of like an ideology warfare against the West in essence, because uh, just like TikTok. Uh, what they yeah, do yeah. with the TikTok, like when children and students, like their their heads are full of the, um, you know, confusion and, you know, nihilistic and communist idea against the traditional American, like mainstream values. That's that's called brainwashing manip manipulation, right? Mm -hmm. And it works. I mean, you can yeah. see the results of that uh, in polls of young people and the acceptance. Um, now they use trick words, socialism they used instead of communism, but it's the same thing. It's a speed bump on the way. Uh, and, and he's the half of the kids are like in favor of that. And I think it's, this has a lot to do with it. I mean, I saw something getting ready for that question, uh, getting ready for the show, Roy. And thanks for coming on, by the way. Uh, but this is from Senator Ted Cruz's office. Cruz introduces desist act to bar JROTC programs at Chinese communist party linked schools. And I'm a, I'm a result of the, junior reserve officer training corps myself. I went to these schools, Washington, DC, us Senator Ted Cruz, member of the Senate foreign relations committee today. And this is July 11th today introduced the deterring egregious state infiltration of schools training desist act. The act would prohibit the department of defense from establishing or maintaining a junior reserve officer training corps program at any private school operated or controlled by entities linked to the People's Republic of China, Chinese Communist Party, or the PLA. 
and, and, you know, he goes on to say the Chinese Communist Party wants to control everything Americans see, everything they see, hear, and ultimately think. They've used Confucius Institutes to target college campuses across America, and I passed legislation in 2017 to deny Defense Department funding to schools that hosted Confucius Institutes, which ultimately got rid of most of them. And I just would ask you along those lines, first of all, to me, it's stunning that they've gotten that deep a penetration into our culture, but apparently they have. And I, I don't know where the weak link is in the military side of it, but I imagine it's money somehow. Uh, but is that true? Is the, are the Confucius Institutes largely gone? Because I know just recently here where I'm, where I am, the University of Pittsburgh had a, a flourishing Confucius Institute. Well, I think uh, there, there's lots going on uh, in terms of legislation, also uh, execution on, you know, uh, combating this um, cultural infiltration or ideology infiltration. But I think, like I said, like Confucius Institute is just one part of the whole package. For example, I also mentioned about the 1000 talent program, which is like they send those scientists or those uh, like PhD students to the top universities and tend to follow uh, those, you know, professors and get uh, touching, touch into the, uh, you know, uh, cutting edge technology. Sometimes it's military technologies, AI technologies, you know, mm. 5G, you know, CCP for the past 70 years, they never invented anything. Most, right, most right, of the, right, yeah, right. almost all the, all the technology they have to develop is they, they stole them from the West or they say they learned it from the West. But uh, look at what, look at what happened like uh, with uh, the uh, general director of uh, Wuhan Institute of Biology. Last time we talked about, we talked about a lot about her like relationship with uh, Fauci, right? But she was mm -hmm. the uh, university student in University of Colorado, right? And many people, like many students, were funded by the CCP to study here. And then later they would just go back or they would just uh, marry uh, uh, their professor or uh, a student or classmate or whatever, American people, and then be here and then get the, get the stuff they needed. And then they would just give it back to CCP. So this is also a part we talk about the IP theft, the uh, you, you know, intellectual property, uh, the trademark. The, all the um, values we have that being being stolen, and also at the same time, like ideology, like in terms of ideology, they're also like teaching the next generation that uh, this is normal and this is a new norm, and you you need to think about this, you need to think about that, but not the traditional value like the older generation really um, really think of. And then all of a sudden, the older generation, people started to say, like, why, how the society becomes so uh, degenerated, how it became this way. But this is like a step by step. It's a sneaky infiltration that happened for 20, 30 years after the opening up policy was adopted. You know, it's funny you say that, Roy, and it's kind of like how they plan to take over the U.S. by just buying out our government. It's cheaper to pay off politicians than it is to build weapons and warships and if you look at their the way they approach their intellectual property we can go spend millions of dollars developing something or we can go buy it for a tenth of the cost just by bribing somebody to give us the technology but it, it's fascinating to see their approach but kind of digging a little deeper into these confucius institutes and you mentioned tiktok because it's interesting because the chinese communist party 
controls a lot of the messaging and we talk about algorithms on the podcast. So for example, in America, if you're logged into TikTok as a 12 year old girl, you get gender ideology spouted at you. And if you're in China, you get science fairs spouted at you. So can you kind of explain how that works and, and how it ties into things like TikTok or into the Confucius Institutes for, for how they control that? Well, definitely, that's a that's a very good example, uh, Jay. So uh, they definitely can change the algorithm uh, targeting different groups of people. Uh, definitely, we know like there are two uh, different versions, like for the international or for the American, there's an American version of TikTok and then there's a Chinese version of TikTok. TikTok and definitely the, the uh, information is different. But uh, still, like the Chinese version of TikTok, I believe is also used for uh, propaganda against the Chinese people to brainwash them. But the, the way they brainwash the Chinese people is kind of different uh, the way they brainwash the American people. So what's funny is, you know, uh, when uh, ChatGPT first came out, no, it's it's pretty hot, right? Like still very hot. Like now oh, yeah. everybody's talking about like AI, ChatGPT, Midjourney. Those um, I'm gonna uh, change the world and change the way we we uh, we do a lot of things. And then uh, what's funny is like Miles used to have uh, a live broadcast, and then they put two versions. The one is the uh, chat, likely both ChatGPT, but they uh, talk to the two uh, browsers in both languages. One is in English, one is in Chinese, right? And the the result and the response from the chat, from ChatGPT app is totally different. And he, he just did it on uh, on the uh, live broadcast. For example, one one question he asked was, uh, "What happened, or how many people died, uh, like two years ago, like during the the flood uh, in um, Zhengzhou in Hubei, uh, in Hunan province?" And then the the result is totally different, right? The Chinese version of the response. Is it's more like a mild. It's not. It's avoiding the sensitive information. You know, it's not a direct translation from the English version. So that from that you can see they can manipulate the data. They can ma manipulate the uh, algorithm. Uh, they can sometimes maybe change the structure or architecture of the model. They have they have control over the whole thing. And like it's it's more even more dangerous than. Uh, what we've been using like TikTok and Google and those, you know, big tech products because AI will give you a like final answer, right? And right. The, when the children, the students start to use AI, for example, now like a university student, if they use ChatGPT and then just see the response at the final truth, it, it will be like ultimately misled and educated and, and, and brainwashed. You know, um, We've been looking at some of the flooding that um, has been going on over there in China. Um, can you do you have anything that any updates on what's going on over there? Yes, uh, thank you for bringing this up. Actually, this is very heartbroken, and as you can see on the screen, like uh, this, this is how bad how bad it is. Uh, and also, this is Beijing. This is not other area. This is like the heart of China. This is the capital, right? You, you can see wow. the people. You can see the uh, like how yeah. fast it's, it's going, and then the the car is floating away, and people are inside. The light is still on, uh, you know. And mm. 
you know, people been saying, oh, this is like a, a once in a hundred years, once in a thousand years. But like I said, like two years ago, something happened in, in a different provinces in multiple cities, right? So it's totally uh, propaganda. And then they try to cover it up, you know, and um, because, you, try you know, to cover it up? yeah, because uh, for example, I'll give you a very simple example. Like, uh, remember I said, Miles been asking ChatGPT how many people died two years ago in that uh, incident, like it happened, it lasted for like 15 days in Zhengzhou city, along with other probably like 1600 smaller villages in, in Henan province, like that were flooded. And you know, the, the uh, official number CCP gave was like, the death number was like, death toll was three, 380, right? 380 people died. But you know how, how many people actually died? A hundred thousand, right? So Whoa. that's how they lied. So that's how they cover up. They they just uh, make up the news. They just say, "Oh, we have uh, 300, 380 people died and missing," and uh, that's it. And anyone who come up and say something on the internet, on social media, or the victim of family, if they uh, dare to protest or or say, or say something against the party, they, they disappear in one second. Mm. Right. That's how they maintain the control, the so-called stability of the society. Right. And what's more scary is, you know, CCP, like along those rivers in China, they, on the upstream, they have those dams. Right. Mm -hmm. And when the flood come, they would open they would open the floodgates. Right. And they would not notice the people downstream, like in those smaller villages, or even they would do it at night. So population control or what? Well, Damn. this they they would just they would just not say it. This is a, this is because of their they're corrupt. They want to dodge their responsibility, and also they just don't care. They might Shanko? just feel like if if yeah. they if they die, like more more people they die, the well less pension we, like yeah. they need to pay, or less insurance they need to pay, or they just don't care about those you know deplorables. Look how bad it is, right? So, and if you think about that, like many areas is almost like six, six meters above the, uh, above the ground, right? The flood. And there are 1 million people in Beijing living in the basement. What will happen to oh. them when they, when they open the floodgate wow. at night without notice, right? So, so oh. you can see like the, the, the incompetence in the cover up, the, the control of the narrative and, and propaganda and the total, you know, disregard of Chinese people's lives. This, the, the, that's, that's a perfect example. Wow. Right. And th this, this, so that's why this is another example that the genocidal CCP does not represent China, does not represent Chinese people. They're the totalitarian terrorist organization. And right. they are the enemy of the Chinese people, and it must be eliminated. Right. Uh, forgive me for being the ugly American here, but normally when I think of Beijing or a large uh, Chinese city like that, I didn't envision as many cars as that. And I, I, forgive, I, I apologize for that. But are those American cars or are these Chinese cars? Well, so I think if that makes any sense. I'm just saying there's so many of them, and I've never seen a Chinese car in my life. Yeah, of course. They're like those, I think they're like a combination of uh, many brands. But like, I, I, I guess the question you want me ask, uh, you want to ask me is 
like why there are so many cars like why there there's some people like apparently living better they're better off yeah than other because the stereotype is certainly not like that yeah like if if we put put this from like in a different perspective for example sure. like if we look at the total like population of chinese people there are like over around like one one billion people right mm -hmm. and there are like only 20 million population like in beijing or the greater beijing area right so it's still like a smaller proportion and that's the like I said, it's the capital. It's the heart. It's the it's the richest, uh, like you know, uh, area of the of the whole country, and it's it's so like at the heart and so important that the CCP officials once wanted to clear out all the deplorables, all the poorer people in the whole area. They want wow. to just uh, run them like to to the rural areas. They just want to get rid of them, uh, just chase them out from the from the basements or from their apartment buildings. From the cage they uh, they stay in because they the officials think they don't even deserve to stay there. Well, right. I, want to thank, I want to thank you for your perspective because yeah, it's yeah. needed. It's needed here. Yeah, is and also I want to mention. So, so, sorry, just want to add uh, right. one uh, piece here. So mm -hmm. remember the former pr uh, premier. He said himself that there are six hundred million Chinese people. Who live under 1,000 yuan per year. 1,000 yuan equals to like 150 dollars. Well, a month. 150 US or dollars a year. per year. Yes, 600 million people, Chinese people. You know, it's fascinating, Roy. I love having you guys on to help educate us on the culture and what's happening over there. But that's kind of a fascinating thought to think in America. Like the independent people are the ones that are living out in the rural areas fighting back against the regime and they enslave people in our big cities. You know, they bring them in with the homeless and and, you know, living in little concrete boxes in in downtown areas and mm -hmm. 15 minute mm -hmm. cities. So in China, it sounds like it's kind of the opposite where they're kind of chasing those people like the worker bees, the plebs, whatever you want to call them. They're kind of chasing those folks out of the industrial or out of the city areas well like i said like the ccp controls everything right the ccp control right. the resources control where you live where the people should be right and uh of course they believe like those bigger cities uh like uh, beijing like shanghai and those are more superior places and um and also like china it's the only place now still like segregate segregate people by like regions if you go to okay. the rural area, if you go to smaller villages, people are so poor that you wouldn't believe your ass. If you go, uh, there, there's some videos on YouTube, actually, not so much, but you will see like how poor they are, right? They, most, some of them, they don't even have like clear water. They don't have electricity, right? They're just, just literal peasants living uh, like on the mud. I mean, they, they, don't, they don't have nothing, right? Some of them, they live like on one yuan, like two yuan. It's like half a cent us dollar a day right so they have nothing but like in in beijing in shanghai and shenzhen like they you know it's it's more more than like it also ccp wants to show the world that that's the real china i was gonna but say that's what not. they record and put on tv exactly. and that's what's on the news exactly Break cities americans yeah. get this impression that it's this modern you mm -hmm. know super great place when in fact millions and millions of people are living like Haiti. I mean, well, I mean, I've seen, 
I've seen sort of like the pack them and stack them type places where um, some of their living quarters look like a small box. Right? It's like they stack them in an apartment building type of thing, but they only have like a small room. I mean, their small area has their, their bed in it, their phone, their TV and whatnot, but it's just a small room. It's almost like bump beds on top of bump beds for this, this thing. I'm like, I mean, and you said how much a year? Uh, I said uh, over 600 million people living under 150 US dollar a year. You know, I found out something. My my mom is 97. And uh uh she just she just got uh um approved for food stamps here in the United States. And my sister sent me a message she's like, "Yeah, um she she got approved for $23 a month." I texted her back. I was like, did you mean $230 a month? And she said, no, just $23 a month. I was like, but she's elderly. She could eat, she could eat that in a day. I mean, or, or, or two days, $23 a month. So, I mean, when I hear $150, $150 a year, gosh. I'll tell you, I saw, I saw some of those people when I was in Korea, in the country, in rural Areas of Korea, it's it's rice. That's it. You know what I mean? They don't have a very big shopping list. Well, and 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 Roy touched on it too. You know, they control all the information over there, so it looks like to the outsiders, like Japan is very advanced, and it's all really you know Dubai towns like that, and and that's how they control the minds of people is they show them all these mm. impressive images of all these suburban centers. And then it's like, I bet if you uploaded a video from one of those poor villages, it would be nuked off the internet in 35 seconds, you know, and you, and you probably get some knock at the door. Roy, we got to get, let you go, but um, I appreciate you joining us here once again to enlighten us and open up our eyes to what's going on. Um, do, do you know, do you have any friends that might have got caught up with that flood, or are they okay? Uh, actually, I don't really uh, connect with uh, friends or people like inside China because, you know, um, I'm loud now. Like I'm speaking in front of cameras and, and on on broadcast, okay. and, yes. and you know, yeah. like yeah, you're I, not I welcome. <laughs> no, not because I'm not welcome. It's because I don't want to bring them any trouble. Right? Because, yeah, that's what because I mean. CCP would would like. Go go after yeah. smart uh, or yeah, yeah. that's smart. But yeah. but like um, like I said, I mean, if you look at those videos, if you look at like it's all over on on Twitter on YouTube. Like if you look at the people floating, uh, <laughs> like with the flood, you know, it's bad, and you know people are dying. Um, I don't know how how many like exactly uh, how many people died. Oh, I but never will imagine last last yeah. like two years ago when when uh, when it happened like in uh, in Zhengzhou like. A hundred thousand people died, but CCP reported three hundred eighty. Just remember the ratio, like how much they lie and cover it up. Yeah, well, I tell you what, we um, we look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much, Roy. Yeah, thank, thank you so much, you, Roy. Have a good weekend. Thank you, man. You too. Friends, you've been watching Roy, J. Rob, Hutch, myself here on the Red Voice Media Network. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. 
When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833-2-USA-GOLD. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833-2-USA-GOLD. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was watching Roy. He got that green screen on there. He's coming in and out of the room. <laughs> just, green just screens see. are trippy. But I got to say, though, I wish Roy would have had the Buddha shirt on. I love that shirt last week. <laughs> you didn't buy one yet? Not oh, yet. Yeah. I just saw it. I just saw him come in the room. He phased in and phased out. Yeah. yeah. You know, can I touch on something Roy brought up too? And it kind of completes the circle of what we were going into in the first segment. Yeah. So Roy can't contact people in China because Roy would be, those people would be targeted. He's not welcome in China anymore. He can't call his grandma. He can't call his mom because the government would target those people so roy has chosen to like i need to separate from my friends and family people i know in china that's exactly what we were talking about if you choose to serve in the trump campaign you will no longer be welcome places you will be targeted by the government it's and you look at them they're the the communists are the same as the democrats right created caste system you got the lao baijing the, the deplorables living in rural broke areas and you got all the apparatchiks those people that are in those cars are probably government employees. At the right. very least, they're CCP enthusiasts. He said six hundred million. Yeah, on one hundred and fifty dollars yep. a year. I tell you what, if you go even to like Mexico or any of those yeah, countries, it's not just China. Yeah, if you go outside of like go to Cancun and then go outside of Cancun, like I mean, it's people living 
You look at people. It, you look at people in South Central. It doesn't matter where you are. You you go to the poorest, demographically stricken towns in this nation, and those people are bloody rich right. on a global scale. We do not know what poverty is in the America right now. No, we just don't. It's not. There, there's still some. Oh, there's yeah. still some. Go to Appalachia, go to West yeah. Virginia and Kentucky. West Virginia. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there are people that that pull their cars up to underneath bridges and take a pick and get the coal out of the side of the ground and put it in buckets and bring it home, and that's the heat. Right. And that's one day worth of heat. You know, it's there's yeah. poverty, but there's a lot of people that live in it. Like I'll bet you. If you go to one of those villages, I don't want to say those people don't know they're poor, but that's their life. They're not right. sitting there complaining about it all the time. That's true. And that and that's something that I remember when when we were growing up, we didn't have everything that everybody else had. Right. But we didn't sit around complaining about not having it. We went out and had fun. Tried to we figure out, out how to get it. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, a lot of times you didn't know it existed. You know, it was right. before the internet and that kind of thing. You know, you didn't realize how much everybody had. You know, um, uh, Flor uh, Ron DeSantis uh, told Sean Hannity that, uh, or he's agreed to debate uh, Gavin Newsom. Perfect debate for Fox News. News. Perfect debate. And, uh, yeah, I mean, first first he wanted to, to debate um, Kamala Harris. And... Um, Kamala Harris said no. And then Gavin Newsom said, well, I'll do it. And uh, I was like, "Who, whoever, I mean, dude, you can't debate. You can't debate. And I'm not a Democrat. I'm not. Believe me, I'm not. But I watched, I watched what Newsom did to um, Hannity. To Hannity. He's going he's gonna to clean DeSantis' clock. He's going to get rolled. <laughs> he's going i mean he's seasoned newsom is seasoned he's a pelosi <laughs> you know what i'm saying newsom I mean, is a horrible person with horrible policies and, yeah. and i think you're evil but he is a really smooth talker man he was very smooth talker i mean again if y'all didn't and you know i'm not i mean and i know some of y'all have took a vow of not ever watching Fox again. But if you just get to watch the clip and you see Hannity try to get over some things on Newsom, Newsom didn't, no, Newsom didn't fall for that mess. Neither did Newsom. RFK. And, that's, and, and, and if you look at both, well, Fox News, I don't know what y'all trying to do, man. I, I, I really don't know what y'all trying to do. They're trying to go bankrupt. I, I What's guess this so. Fox News you keep talking about? I've never heard of it. Well, guess what? They want another week. Give it time. They they want they want another week. But but another way that I was looking at it is they're trying to get DeSantis ready for the debate. Trump that ain't even going to the debate. Exactly. Exactly. Well, ahead, well get ready. You, you can beat the Keebler elves. Go ahead. <laughs> well, well, there's we a couple things. They're trying to get DeSantis ready, and they're also starting to prep the the Kamala or the Joe Biden Gavin Newsom flip. I just can't figure out how they're going to get Kamala out of the way. She's going to fall fall off a mountain. I thought you she would have a paddleboarding incident. Personally, did you see that? No, 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 no. She might have a sex scandal. Listen, did Not you enough. see that? Um, 
Newsom, Newsom um, got a super pack. Yeah. You see that? Yeah, he's running. Guaranteed. And I mean, or at least he has super insurance in case Joe Biden, like, because this Archer, Devin Archer stuff and the Barisma, like, there's a chance it's reached enough normies that there's a chance this actually gets him. Something Should, will. But. Something will. I mean, if there's too many forces right now pushing against the deplorables, and there's too many damn deplorables, right. and it's going to, it's going to, they got a problem. They really do. And, and the unfortunate part is if you look historically with these kind of regimes, the only part we haven't hit yet is the tragedy. Right. We're, due, yeah. we're due a tragedy. That's how yeah. these things end. A protest, a protest or something like something. that. You know? I, no, I mean yeah. a real tragedy, like a 600 million people tragedy. Maybe not 600 million. That's too many. Well, but, but you look at, at, at this moment. Event. They tried to make January 6th the flashpoint event. And it flopped. No, I'm talking it, about a real one. I'm not talking about a oh, fake right. one. I'm talking about, I'm mad. Yep. You know, and I'm tired of these criminals running everything. And I got five little grandkids. You know what oh, I mean? Right. But I'm guy, saying I'm for the regime, the regime needs an event to try to really clamp down. And they tried to make January 6th that event. Oh, that's but true. But it just, false it just flag, never yeah. took off enough. I think it's going to be the Supreme Court, personally. We've I been talking be about food. that. I think it's going to be the food. What do you mean? Here's the thing. The left has been priming. The, the only institution I think that Americans have faith in is the Supreme Court. And the left thinks it's too far right. So? But oh, I think, think so? I, I don't think, I don't think especially those on the right trust any other government institution. I don't trust the Supreme Court either. I don't fully, but I trust them the most. Look, like, look at what happened and with the gay marriage thing in California with the Supreme Court. Oh, right. You know, yeah, I'm I not mean, saying that, the Supreme Court's great. I'm not saying we and, like them. I'm just saying I think that's the last the thing with a glimmer of hope for folks. But what they're going to do is the Supreme Court's going to get involved in one of these Trump cases and kick either the conviction or the charges. And then that's going to open the floodgates next year where they're going to expand the court. And you drop three or four liberal justices on there will never like we're going to see such bad decisions coming out of there it'll will unrecognize well, the, the thing is none of this matters it in the end in the end there's 350 million people that live here and most of us love freedom right. there's an elite core of people that have positioned themselves in positions of power but they do not have numbers even if it was i mean new york city is getting ready to turn against democrats because of the immigration. They, you know there is tuberculosis in New York City right now? Think of that. Tuberculosis yeah. and polio. And polio. New Yorkers, New York little children, very soon are going to start dying of these things. Think of that. That's wow. crazy. In a freaking hellhole like New York City, it could regenerate it could regenerate the American dream right there. Yep. We're that we're that close on so many fronts. You look at their pushes for gun control. That is something that every single communist or Marxist government has ever done in the history of this world is right. disarm the people so they can control them. Right. They, we have had a million firearms a month for over a year sold. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and that's you, a lot and, of guns. And usually guns really fly off the shelf when a Democrat is in office. 
because the same thing was happening with the Obama administration and the Obama administration toward the end were like, you know, they're buying up all these guns. Well, we need to buy up all this ammunition. They start buying up. DHS was buying up all that ammunition um, um, the last last couple months before he, he left they were off. Screwing, they were screwing up, though. They were buying pistol ammunition. Go ahead. You can yeah, have yeah. that. You can have that stuff. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I don't know about y'all, but every time I see the gun shops got a sale on ammunition, ammunition's as good as gold and silver as an investment. LuckyGunner.com. LuckyGunner.com. Wisconsin Supreme Court just flipped to liberal control for the first 15 First 15, well, for first time in the last 15 years, yeah. Yep, yeah. and that had to do with that motor voter stuff yep. that we were talking about earlier. It was a plan. Mm-hmm. They took, they had patience, and they they did it. And that's what? and that's one thing that they do. They I was say, what's they tragic the about this too. is conservative Supreme Court justices basically – try to keep government on especially federal level like uninvolved in as much as they can like that's not the government's role that's not the government role liberal justices tend to want government involved in everything and as we keep losing these institutions you know every time a a case gets flipped from the supreme court it's basically yeah the federal government shouldn't be doing that you know so i got i got i can't believe this I, i gotta show this (laughs) <laughs> they were having a discussion about Mike Pence and didn't that, uh didn't that sell said. for a dollar? Didn't that magazine sell for a dollar? Wasn't yep. that the one? <laughs> you gotta get away from Newsweek, Otta. That ain't gonna work. You're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself. Well, to, to weigh in, so so what it was actually a pretty productive chat. They were talking about Mike Pence and what he said in that thing when he said that's not my concern. And I will say, Audra and Terry, you are both right. Mike Pence did say the United States people weren't his concern, but it was somewhat taken out of context. We talked about it on the show where where he had this scripted answer he was going to give and and Tucker asked him a little different question. And so the way it came out was was not probably what he wanted to say. But Mike Pence is probably what he felt. It's probably what he felt, but not what he meant to say, you know, and 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 uh to a knock against him is that he didn't go back and correct it. Right. And he said it two you know, times. You know, he said it he, two times, but you can tell it was a canned answer. Like they right. had rehearsed it with them and, hey, here's what you do. But then Tucker asked the question like, you know, shouldn't the American people be your concern? And he's like, oh, no, that's not my concern. My concern is this. And, and you but, could see like in his face, like when he said it, like, oh, shit. He <laughs> like, was pissed was off, he was pissed off or he was getting pissed off because of the tension that was happening between him and um, Tucker. And I, <laughs> when I was married, hey, we're, we've been like that. Sooner right. or later, you have an argument with your old woman. And, you know, you, you say, well, your mom breath stinks. <laughs> right. Well, I ain't going to say nothing else. I, you know, I'm just going to go and push that. But you said that. Okay, well, we were arguing. I apologize. We were arguing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Only two um, things you can do, man. Only two things. Yeah. You can either be right or, happy. or you can be happy. Right. You can be happy. I remember that. I, I, uh, I learned that a long time ago. Uh, 
because for me, I know Dr. Spock wrote the books and all that stuff, but I was like, listen, I ain't going to take no losses in my own house. You know, you can argue all you want to, but I got the last word, or at least that's how I felt. You know, I'll tell you but, what, I had an argument with my, my sister-in-law because oh. my brother and them had a kid before I did. And they started spouting that Dr. Spock stuff. <laughs> and, and I'm like, what do you mean? Never hit a kid in anger. When are you going to hit him? When you're happy? <laughs> I think the world would be a better place if more people got an ass kicking every now and then. I'm just saying. What's the way I'm happy to whoop your ass? Yeah, hey. I mean, it's in the Bible, y'all. Proverbs 23. 13 is in the Bible. If thou beatest a child, he will not die. I know that because my dad made me read it before he whipped my ass. <laughs> and look, and the next verse isn't any better. And thou shalt deliver his soul from hell. It's in the Bible, y'all. It's in the Bible. Spare the rod, ruin the child. I, I just knew that I was going to get away from, he said, go get the Bible, get the Bible. <laughs> oh no this is good i thought i was getting a beating okay oh yeah yeah let's go get the bible turn turn the proverbs 20. oh he gonna okay we good man uh -oh. I, I read that verse i was like oh start, man. start shaking and whatnot yeah i gotta go to the bathroom you know <laughs> you know that type of deal <laughs> i gotta go I to bathroom. I, got, I got in trouble one time when i was in second grade and my teacher made me go get the principal to come whoop my ass. <laughs> made me go up to the office. I mean, they ain't had no intercoms or nothing like that. Uh, and the, the guy's name, I forget what his real, Izod was his name, but everybody called him Sir, like it was a name. <laughs> I was like, Sir, can you come down and paddle me? <laughs> he cracked this big-ass paddle. Yeah, yeah. My no, vice it didn't have no holes in it. it. Didn't have no holes in it. it just was a my vice pack. principal had my vice principal had one that had holes in it, and it looked like there were eight. That thing had to be an inch thick, and it had holes. That was a two-handed paddle eight on one side. It's like sixteen holes, you know. And wouldn't it, it used be to, fun to like be able to travel time and take like a classroom of students? in some of these schools and just like transport them back to like 40 years ago and drop them in a classroom and yeah. just watch what, all right, from Bob, like, from like, you're from about like, to get paddled from Los Angeles or something. <laughs> yeah. Get the baddest right. kids you can find, throw them over here. Right. You ain't allowed to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Wow. It's like, wait a minute. Mama. Look, I mean, you can do what? Put both fingers on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Bend over. I, I know you ain't. <laughs> Mom, you a ruler. And 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 the funny thing is, like, you don't go home and tell that you got paddle because then you're gonna get another one. So it's like you know, you take yeah, it. They'll say, "What did you do?" <laughs> oh man, you did what? My, right now, look, that was in middle school. And in our name. In elementary school, the principal took had three ping pong paddles. No, three ping pong uh, paddles. Paddles. Paddle. And he had taped them together. Oh, yeah. damn. And it looked like the thing. Look, I swear, I swear you not. 
the thing looked I mean, the thing had been taped so long it looked like it had merged into one tight tree. You know, that guy, that guy, you need to do some background checks on that guy. You know, somebody creating tools. It's like, well, you're you're a little too into this there. Right. <laughs> we might have saw you on Sound of Freedom. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> then I, wasn't he on the ID channel one time? Man, right. man he said he said um either either I'm gonna paddle you or I'm gonna let your parents know what you did and you can't um perform in the in the gym show that your mom and dad are going to come out here and see you in. I was like, you're going to have to paddle me because I can't go home and not be in the gym show with my parents. So go ahead. Yeah, he, he took me in the car. The question is, who's going to kick your ass worse? Your mom exactly. and dad? Exactly. You know, I, I'll take this one. I'll take this one right, right here. I, I'll take this one. Harry said, my fifth grade teacher lift, lift my feet off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> what? I gave her a Nazi salute. Say help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what, too? There was another one where um, uh, the teacher couldn't get all four of us. Yeah, that's this so, one <laughs> so the So the teacher got a table had us pick the table up on all fours. So each person was at the corner of the table. So he's still teaching the class. We're in the front of the class. He's still teaching the class. We're holding the table. He's walking around the classroom, picking up folding chairs. And putting them on the table. <laughs> that sounds like some army basic training stuff. <laughs> Oh, you, somebody's going to tell. Somebody's <laughs> going to tell. We had, we had, we had like, we had like maybe five, five folding chairs up on there, and arms shaking because you know we were little kids though. <laughs> you know, he's like, y'all better not drop it. Y'all better not drop it, or I'm gonna go get the principal. We, we, we holding the thing, and the kids laughing at us and stuff. But oh, he never broke stride, and the, 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 uh, the. The biography and the biology of the frog uh, has the end, yeah. And uh, but he kept he he kept on putting those chairs on there, boy. Don't forget that. There's a whole lot of stuff my parents don't know. A whole lot of stuff my parents don't know. Cause I cause I I would have got it. I got it. But I am where I am because of it. I ain't. It didn't hurt any of us. No. Nope. No, we're the ones that blew it, though. We're the ones that didn't follow the traditions. Didn't pass right. it down our kids as well as we should have. I'll admit that. It was crazy. Like, why do you keep doing? It? I don't know. And <laughs> and especially and especially in a Christian, the devil's making me do it. I don't know. <laughs> the devil's making me do it. Well, you better tell him to get away from me. Okay, I will. So. What was it's interesting you say that because I think culturally we lost holding people accountable. And and it was funny. I was I was watching a, a podcast and they were talking about the new Barbie movie and they started talking about Frozen. And evidently there's a scene in Frozen where the star of Frozen says, Oh, freedom, freedom so great. It's nice to have no responsibilities. And I'm <laughs> like, actually having freedom means you have a ton of responsibilities. 
you have to take care of yourself. You have to care for others. And, and then it got me thinking about all these, all these young kids that are like, Oh my God, why do I have to work for food? It's like, dude, what do you think the human right? Who, who do you think makes that food? Like you are mm-hmm. not entitled to be given stuff. You need to contribute to society. That's, but they don't that's teach how, that that's anymore. That's how society survives. No, they don't, don't teach yeah. anymore. And, and this is one of the goals, I'm sure, of the CCP infiltration. Right. Te- teach them that they're owed. They're owed all this. They'll turn on the older folks. Well, yeah, and, and it's just the, the disconnect that if somebody doesn't make this, I don't have it. But I shouldn't have to make anything that goes to other people. you know. And that's how the monetary system works. If you contribute something... Mm-hmm that is beneficial to the herd, like you get rewarded. And if you don't make something beneficial, you don't get rewarded. I mean, it's pretty simple. Hmm. That's actually the story of the first Thanksgiving. Right. Colonel Bradford came over and they had a, they had a collective socialist uh, governance of their group. And they almost starved to death because you had everybody feeding off everybody else. There was no incentive for anybody to do well. It was just everybody gets everything. And he realized that halfway through, after half of the people starved to death, and he said, hey, do whatever you're good at. And that's right. when people, the farmers were over here, the people that were making shoes were over here. They were trading stuff, and it uh, that message got buried over the years, though. It turned into a American Indian thing or something. Well, yeah, and you think about like people nowadays who complain like minimum wage isn't paying enough. Well, fine. Do something different. Like what you're doing, society doesn't need. They value that very low. So do something different. Learn a skill. Learn a trade. Figure you out saw how what you- happened during COVID. He ran an entire McDonald's or any of the fast food. It doesn't matter which one it is with two people. Right. When they close the dining rooms down. And now you're going to now when you add kiosks to that. I mean, that's the way of the future. You guys are nuts. But I mean, you think about how much stuff you can learn today. Like my garage broke the other day, my garage door, and I am not mechanical. I am the least mechanical person you need. I figured out how to replace my springs and my coils all by myself on YouTube. And and you think about how kids like my stepson, he uses it all the mm-hmm. time for mechanical repairs. He like kids like, oh, I'll just go on YouTube, figure out how to rebuild the carburetor. It and is it's pretty like, sweet. It is pretty it sweet. It is. It is. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I had a... I had this sound in my um, dishwasher. I had somebody come over and take a look at it. They couldn't figure it out. And um, I was like, one day I just opened it up. I looked on YouTube, looked at a couple of videos, went in there, tightened something up. I was like, that's it? Right, man. I was breaking down a pistol that I hadn't used in a long time, old 1911-45, and I got it spread out. And I carried one of these in the service, you know, but that was freaking 100 years ago. I'm mm-hmm. sitting there. I couldn't get this one part to go in. And I went on YouTube. I was like, oh, damn, I just did it in the wrong sequence. Let me just throw this over here. Boom, boom. It's back together. It works. Yeah, but think, think about those people making minimum wage. You can go online for free and learn how to do dang near anything in life. Yeah. And you yeah. can say, like, I'd like to fix lawnmowers or I'd like to learn how to crochet or whatever you want to do. Instead of bitching about like, oh, they need to raise minimum wage. Like, go learn. But you know what they do, Jason? And this started back with the uh, what was the name of that app? The one that used to download people's music. The very first Um, one. 
Napster? Uh, yeah, Napster. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. start suing. There's people in this society that grew up through this education system that we're talking about that get offended when somebody wants you to pay for that. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, what are you? why are you offended? You want to know how to do it? The guy's going right. to show you how to do it. Why does it have to be for free? Right, right. I never got along with that that mindset, the free the free stuff mindset. Well, no, I mean everybody understands like like you're exchanging money for knowledge, and then you hope to take that knowledge to go do something with it. You know, I mean my my God's not my godson, my son-in-law. If he'd ever marry my daughter, uh, oh, a good guy, though, a great guy. And you know, I, I get him and his friends to come over. They got equipment, you know, skid steers and stuff like that. They always want to do stuff for me for free, right? I'm like, no, man, I'm not that guy. All right. That diesel yeah. costs money. That I'm willing yeah. to pay I'm somebody to do this. I just yeah, want to give it, you the opportunity first. I'd right. rather keep the money inside the family, right? Than, but I'm going to pay somebody else if you don't do it. Right. Here we go. Um, uh, before before we get ready to go, winners and losers. Yeah. All right. So uh, my loser is United Auto Workers Union. On Tuesday, they unveiled its latest demands from America's big three automobile companies, including significant boosts in financial compensation, double digits. Uh, In announcing the demands, however, the union's president also suggested reducing work weeks to 32 hours. So we're becoming France in more ways than one. Uh, My winner this week or today, we should do this weekly, man. That's too many. Okay. <laughs> my my winner is, is Alan Dershowitz, a former complete sworn enemy of mine. This guy, in the face of all this illegality, is standing for the truth and the law, not for politics. And I, I really know he could shift at any time, and he might be part of Epstein Island thing. I don't know. But he came out and said that if this Smith thing doesn't work, that it could be turned around and Smith could be indicted yep. for the same charges that he's putting on Donald Trump. Man, I hope I live the day to see that. That's spectacular. I'm going to go with my loser and then my winner. My loser of the week is Ron DeSantis. Um, <laughs> Ron DeSantis' campaign has gone poorly. He sold out to the establishment. And they they tried to reboot the campaign a couple weeks ago, and it went even worse. And now his answer is to go into a debate with Gavin Newsom, and he is going to get his ever-loving ass kicked. Uh, Ron's yeah. not a debater, oh, and man. Gavin Newsom is, and yep. it's it's going to be savage. Just yep. my opinion, whatever you think yep. about. And, like, I don't like Gavin Newsom, like, just so we're clear. I think he's a horrible, awful person, but he's pretty smooth, and I think he'll really roll over pretty. DeSantis. Yeah. And I'm going to give you an, a, a take on my last one, my winner of the week, President Donald J. Trump, because every time they charge him, more people wake up and mm-hmm. go, the government's corrupt, the government's corrupt, the government's corrupt. And there's going to be two positive outcomes of these indictments this week. Indictment. Indictment one, he gets to prove he believed the election was stolen, so he gets to request and submit evidence. Indictment two, I was thinking about this. If he's all bogged (laughs) down, he can't go out and say stupid stuff too much. So, oh, did I freeze? I must have froze. You're good. 
Yeah, you're good. Oh, now. Okay. Yeah, Assuming yeah, yeah. I didn't freeze. The second thing is Trump always got himself in trouble saying something that made every the news cycle spin. Now he's going to be in court, and all I can do is release those videos about, like, hey, here's my policy. So it will keep him out of trouble being tied up in court, which I guess that's the glass half full. But thanks for tuning in, folks. My winners and losers, and we're going to go right after that. The lo- I mean, my winners are the people that watch the show. Thank you for oh, tuning yeah. in. We, we yeah. really appreciate you. The losers... We hope you pee the bed all weekend long because I'm telling you, man. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.